I am Donald Looney, and this is 100 Episodes. as a candidate for the Winsfield School District um, to put a lot of effort into that for two years in a row. Decided this year to take a step back and kind of recalibrate and look at some things. Um, for a moment, for a moment in time, I was a little worried about that. I uh, was very concerned about the possibilities of what could happen if I didn't at least give it another try. Uh, but then candidate they started filing and after filing closed, I was, I was relieved a little bit, you know, there was, there was a, there was a moment where I felt some calm and some relief. Thank you for the audio check there. I can't just, that comment just popped up. I'm not sure how long ago you said that, but I was relieved uh, when I came across this gentleman here. All right. And this is Brad Welsh. Um, I got a few things to say about him, but you know, it'd probably be better if Brad said those things for himself. So we're just going to get started here. Oh, I, I have to say this. And when I go live on Facebook, especially from this page, but I have to let everybody know that the doctor is in. All right. Hello, doc. The doctor is in anyway. Um, <laughs> so we'll just get started, Brad. Uh, yeah. What? Tell us a little bit about yourself first, and then let's talk about why you decided to make a run for the Wentzville School Board in the Wentzville School District. Yeah, absolutely. So a um, little bit about myself. So, uh, you know, I'm originally from Kansas City, uh, went to school there on the summit. I went to Mizzou, graduated from Mizzou. Uh, I moved back and forth for work from Kansas City to St. Louis a few times. Um, so uh, after college, I moved back to Kansas City for a year. Then I moved to St. Louis for um, almost eight years back to Kansas City for three years, and then uh, my work brought me back um, to uh, to the Wentzville area for the last six years. So um, I've always been close to public education. My mom was a public school teacher in Kansas City uh, in Mills uh, in Kansas City for over 40 years. My wife, Kaylee, um, taught uh, high school English down in Herculaneum. Uh, when we lived in South City, and then when we moved back to Kansas City after we had our daughter, um, she taught in the independent school district. So we had our second uh, son, our, our second kid, our son, uh, when she was in independence. Uh, we then had the opportunity to move back here with my work. So we moved back here six years ago um, in the Winghaven area. 
Um, love the area, kind of fell in love with just the community, and we've made some amazing friends. And the plan was for my wife to always go back to teaching after uh, our our kids both got in kindergarten. So uh, this past year, my son started kindergarten, and she just kind of was like, you know, I don't know if I want to go back to teaching with with everything that's happened. Uh, we've got friends that teach in the district that we've talked to all the time and just some of the issues they've, they've had to deal with, not necessarily from, from the kids, but more from from parents, honestly. Yeah. Um, of, it just made it uh, difficult uh, for them on a day-to-day basis, you know. So she decided she didn't want to do that. Um, and I saw that as a problem and talking to people that are in the district. Um, they need people that are on the school board that are going to advocate for, for teachers, administration, uh, and support staff because they're so vital to making sure the teachers can do their job as well, too. So um, got concerned that some of the people running maybe don't have those same intentions and someone uh, needed to step up. And, and here I am. Here you are. All right. Um, so I appreciate that. So just to kind of summarize and correct me if I'm wrong here, right? Um, family and friends in education. Yep. Right. They express some concerns about what's happening in education in general. Correct. Right. Because we have to be clear, these issues aren't exclusive no. to just the no, school is, district. No. Every- it's like probably nationwide at this point, right? Yes. Um, and so, you know, Brad is one of those capable individuals who I appreciate and respect. And, and, you know, he's decided to get in. Um, I love that. And, and yes, Stephen, it is Welsh. You know, a lot of people I talk to, they they pronounce your name with the C-H at the end and I always correct them and say it's Welsh, you know, with the sh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't own any jelly, so. <laughs> All right, there's that. Um, so is, is supporting educators, would that be? like the top issue on your platform so far um it's definitely one of the the, the big three things that i really want to focus on and going in is, is support supporting educators um and and administrators and, and the staff because they're so all of them are doing all of it right now right you know that and that's that's the biggest thing and you know that it, it's not uncommon to, to every industry honestly we i deal i'm in sales we're dealing with it too over the past couple of years you know people are picking up uh you know picking up the slack for for not having people available um and more and more things get put on their plate and at some point we need to start taking things off of their plate so they can get back to doing the job that they were doing three or four years ago and giving more time to our kids and education um and less time you know doing two and three different jobs that that really aren't part of the job function okay I like that. I like that. Um, so I'm going to ask a couple questions yep. about some of the, the hotter issues. Yep. Okay. Um, shoot, shoot, shoot an answer out there, you know, kind of let the people know where you feel. Yep. Uh, the reason why I'm going to do that is I feel like at this stage of the campaign, um, it's really time to get to the nitty gritty and people got to know, you know, exactly who you are. Yep. Um, what side of the fence you are on on some of these issues. And if you're in a position to where you feel like you can compromise on some of those issues, what would that compromise be? Right. Okay. Um, so let's start with what I think is the easiest one, right? And and that's uh, the school choice, school voucher mm-hmm. 
idea. Talk a little bit about that and where you stand with that, Brad. Yeah, so um, I've been pretty outspoken that I'm not for school choice or vouchers. Um, you know, it's it's detrimental to those that it it it, it, it take money out of public school systems you know in missouri we are already underfunded for our public school systems as it is so any program that is going to take money out of the public school system and put it into a a private school system is not going to be beneficial and it's not going to be beneficial even if you don't have i've I've told people even if you don't have kids in the district you're taking money out of the public school system that's going to weaken your community that's going to lessen your property value you know, if you're a homeowner in the school district, so even if you don't have kids, making your school district, your public school district worse, that, that's that's going to be a detriment to you. Um, and the biggest detriment it is, is to our, our students and our kids who need special services, who need extra attention, because public schools educate everybody. You know, private schools don't take everybody. So public schools don't get to pick and choose who they educate. They educate everybody equally. They give everybody the same opportunity to get a great education um, and we need to protect that and make sure that those are are getting every opportunity that they can to get um, an equal education and if we open up the opportunity for school choice or vouchers there's just just a litany of things that that people don't really think about like you think about the number of teachers you would have to let go potentially if you have a number of students transfer out of a different it makes it very hard to plan you know those are things that unintentionally consequences people don't think about yeah uh, the other thing too is you know public school teachers make more than private school teachers that's pretty well documented so it's we're we're there's a there's a litany of issues that people don't talk about i think um we on, on that topic that that do need to be talked about with people i like that i like that and i, I love that you highlighted the the pay scale there that's kind of one of the things that i I never brought that up in having that conversation, but you're right. It is well documented that private school teachers do make um, significantly less. I mean, a lot of that funding goes to the top. Yep. That really uh, trickle down, as they say. Right. All right. Um, so thanks for answering that one. Um, I'm going to deviate from the hot questions for just a moment here. right? And I'm just going to ask, what has your experience been like? so far as you've been on the on the campaign trail i know you're probably coming close um if if i'm remembering the timeline right you're probably getting close to the end of the pta tour as i like to call it right Uh, no we still i don't even think we're halfway through it oh wow Uh, you know we've done a handful of them that that first first and second week of march uh are pretty uh, pretty crazy. So, um, for me, it's been great. I like people. I like talking to people. So I've met a number of fantastic people. So for me, um, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I like having the conversations with different people, learning their different life experiences, um, issues that, that they have in different areas of the district or different schools that, you know, my kids haven't been a part of, um, you know, and I hear ideas from what one district's doing or not one district, one school's doing that maybe could benefit another, uh, district. So it's been really great to just get a bunch of different perspectives from people. Um, so, uh, so I've really enjoyed it. Okay. Okay. Um, so it sounds like you're interested in what the people in the community are, are concerned about. Absolutely. I mean, that's what, you know, we're, we're met, you know, the, the board is elected to 
be representatives of the community. So if you're not talking to them and you're not hearing what their concerns are, then you're really not doing what the job's intended to do. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's get back to another talk. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, by default, when, when I hopped on the ballot, Nick, this question is not about me. I'm just kind of using that as yep. a starting point. Um, but by default, when I hopped on the ballot, um, I kind of became the the voice or the, the the icon or face, if you will, of the diversity, equity, and inclusion part, right, of everything that's going on. Right. Um, out of most of the questions I got, that was probably the biggest one, okay? Um, well, when that, that question is proposed to me, it automatically centers itself around race, right? right? Um, and I'm not, that, that's not a good thing or a bad thing, mm -hmm. right? But I always try to express how much more diversity, equity, and inclusion meant other than looking out for kids that don't look like right. all the other kids in the district, right? Um, so if someone were to ask you where you stand on those issues, mm -hmm. right? What would your, your answer to that question be, Brad? So what I've told people and, and why, why I think it's become a hot button issue that a lot of people is I think people are confused with what DEI is versus what CRT is. I think people conflate the same thing and they're not. Um, CRT is a college level theory that's taught at college. It's not taught in any schools in our district. Um, DNI is diversity, equity, inclusion, and that goes for a lot of things. Race is one component of it, but that's really it. Um, you know, it is about preparing our students to, once they leave school, be prepared to thrive in a global community. Now, you know, if we don't learn what other cultures, you know, go through, you know, we don't. We're not telling people people to judge them as right or wrong. We're just saying you need to have an open mind on, on that other people have different experiences. That's neither right nor wrong. People have different experiences. It's good to learn that. When you talk about equity, um, the other thing I tell people all the time is, you know, we have students that maybe need help reading or they need help with math. So giving them the extra attention they need to get caught up, that's equity. Inclusion is making sure that those kids don't feel like because they are getting extra help that they are separate or different. Those are all things that are part of diversity, equity, inclusion. But to your point, I think a lot of people get hung up on the race piece of it, and that's the only thing they focus on, which is an important piece. Absolutely. Um, we need to recognize that, you know, we are different, but just because we're different, that doesn't mean one's good or bad or anything. It's just that we, we are different. And it's okay to recognize that people are different and we accept people for being different. You know, I think that's, that's the most important part of that. And I think that people get lost in that being what it, what diversity is because that, that is what it is. And we should want our kids to be able to have conversations with people that they don't maybe share experiences with, because when they leave here, and if they take a job or they've got to travel somewhere else, they're going to have to know how to deal with people that don't have the same experiences as them. So it's important that our kids learn that. I like that answer. I really do. I really do. I really do. 
Um, so if we were to look at the Winsfield School District from, I guess the 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 popular way to to say this now is like from thirty thousand feet, right? Mm -hmm. If we were to look at the Winsfield School District from thirty thousand feet, um, what what would you see as our best opportunity, our biggest opportunity for improvement in our district right now? I think the biggest opportunity we have for improvement um, is just the amount of growth and the amount of influx we're going to have. I think we've got an opportunity to be a leader in St. Charles County for our, um, for our high school students to provide them opportunities to show them that there are multiple paths to success, you know, outside of a two and four year university. I went to college. I went to Mizzou. It's great for me. Um, but that doesn't mean everybody needs to go to college to be successful. I think we need to provide opportunities for students to learn skilled labor, learn computer programming, learn how to be an entrepreneur. You know, there are many skills that kids can come right out of high school and start a great career with. And we can work with neighboring districts, whether it be Forestdale or Orchard Farms or Francis Howell and Zumal, and we can be a destination to help those kids come in. Because right now we work with um, Lewis and Clark on a handful of positions where they can go in and learn things. We could be a destination for the entire county and surrounding counties to send people to Wentzville to learn those skills. You know, we can become a destination for families to move to, for teachers to come to that want to focus on that stuff and, and further their education and do something different. So I think that's our biggest opportunity is because we are a destination right now. We have the room to grow and that's something we can plan to do. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that, especially with the, uh, St. Charles Community College has got a center coming in here. Correct. Um, so I would love to see some collaborative efforts, right, to, to get some some other opportunities in front of the kids. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, there, there's this a lot of this rhetoric going around saying we need to get back to reading, writing and arithmetic. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, since I, I believe that I can say that since our Singapore math debacle, that was years ago. I'm not sure if you were there, but. Mm -hmm. They tried to reteach math, right? And it failed miserably. Right. But I think since they got past that, I, I think our district does okay with reading, writing, mm -hmm. and arithmetic. Yeah. Right. And I think that that we have, like you said, we have the I think we have the capacity, right? But if right. we don't support our teachers, if we don't get them the support they need, the training they need, we may not have the bandwidth. Um, and so I'm I'm really excited to get some some folks on the board who can see things from from that perspective and kind of guide those conversations. But go ahead. Well, one thing I think, you know, if you listen to some people talk, you think that Wentzville and things are terrible and bad, and that's absolutely not the case. We, we are, for the last three years, we have improved on state rankings from 16th to 15th to 14th. We are, <laughs> we are becoming better academically, test scores-wise, as a district. We are on a fantastic trajectory. Dr. Tormla is doing a wonderful job. Um, we need a board that's going to support her, empower her to empower her staff to do what's best for all of us. So how, how would you do that, Brad? Let, let me ask you that question. How would how would that be the thing that you would do? The big, biggest thing is just getting feedback from from the staff, the school, the administration, you know, getting small focus group together, uh, whether it be the elementary, middle school, high school levels uh, and let 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 the administration and the board know what they need to succeed. You know, like uh, a lot of questions I get asked about are, 
well, what's your thought on curriculum? How are you going to change curriculum? You know, I, that I don't write curriculum. I, I don't have a degree in that. That's not my forte, you know, right. but my job is to listen to those people that that is their forte. That is their expertise. Let them know or let them tell me what they need. And then we work as a board and a community together to make sure that they have the tools they need to be successful. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so you say something great there. Um, in the last two answers, right? I'm going to kind of roll back to the previous answer and actually to elaborate on one thing. Um, and, and that is overall, how do you feel about the Winsfield school district? I think it's great. Like so we, so we moved 18 months ago and we were pretty adamant that we were going to stay in the Winsfield district. We didn't look at houses outside of it. Um, I think we've got great facilities. We've got great educators. We've got a great, you know, community that's becoming more diverse there's more opportunities as businesses are starting to move here you know we don't have to go more than 15 minutes to get everything we need so we were very adamant about staying here about watching this community grow um, it reminds me of where i grew up i grew up in lee summit which is south uh you know suburb of kansas city when i was there it was experiencing growth much in the same way that we are um so it's an exciting time to be here and we want to be a part of it and you know make sure that it continues on the path that it's already on. I like that. I think that was probably one of the favorite things that, that you said in our initial conversation yeah. you know, about wanting the community to stay on the path that helped you decide to pick it. Right. Yep. Like, I mean, there's a reason why people move to Wentzville, right. For you, uh, sounds like our school district was one of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you want to kind of fortify and solidify that and make sure it stays the same. Um, I appreciate that. And I, I absolutely, absolutely respect that. And it um, is like, I just got, you know, my daughter had a basketball game over at Lombardo and there's a whole nother housing going in over there. You know, this, this community is not getting smaller. You know, we're only going to have more and more uh, people coming in and we need people who can strategically plan that for that to make sure that we are setting ourselves up to be successful as more people more businesses, more opportunities come our way. All right. All right. So, so what makes you the guy who could be a part of that plan? That's what I do for work. I work, I, I deal with strategy, um, you know, planning for an entire year on multi-million dollar budgets, how we're going to grow for, you know, three to five years down the road. Um, you know, it's, you have to, you have to think long-term, um, when you start thinking short term, I'm in sales, you, you can do anything in short term and, and hit a number, you know, but you're going to pay for that when it when the bill comes due next month or next year, <laughs> able to. Right, right. You got to be able to set yourself for long term success um, and doing that is making sure that we're following the process correct. And I think a lot of that, too, comes in education. And we talk about, you know, people point to test scores and here's how we're doing this or that. I think a lot of times we focus too much on the end result and not enough on the, on the process. You know, if we focus on the process of how to get to that end result, we're going to get there. Um, and I think that's what what we need to to get back to focusing on is focusing on how how to get, get to the end instead of focusing on this, focusing on, well, this is the answer at the end. Don't worry about how to get there. Just get the answer. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so let, let's talk school safety. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, 
how does that look to you right now? And the way our district is today, do you feel like our children are safe in our schools? Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of it is in, in the conversation I have with people. I, I mean, are there instances that happen? Yes, there are. That happens where, where, where fights break out if things happen. I think the difference between now and when I was in school and you were in school is we didn't have cell, not everybody walked around with a cell phone. We didn't see video. And when you physically see it, it makes it so much worse. And so, it, but I don't think it's any different um, than it was back then. I think the issue that we have to have is we, and, and I know this from talking with, you know, uh, you know, my mom and other educators all the time is discipline tends to be different administration by administration, depending on what building you go to. Um, and I think what we need to make sure that we're doing is that whatever policies we have and all the administration have, that they are consistent across everywhere and they're applied equally to everybody. Um, I think that is the most important thing that we need to um, hone on is that we are treating everybody fairly and equally. The other thing too, is I think, um, you know, in our conversation, uh, you know, that we we've had before is we need to focus on instead of punitive action, corrective action. You know, my kid, uh, it, you know, my, we do this with my kindergarten all the time. He comes home from school and they, they, they give him a stamp. If he does good, if he doesn't get a stamp, he, you know, gets a note. This is what happened. Well, well then, okay, you did that. James. Well, you need to write a note to that teacher of why you won't do that again, because then that makes them think about that. You know, they, they have to make, they have to correct their mistake. They don't just get a slap on the wrist of don't do that again. They have to correct the mistake they made. So I think that's something that we could look at. You know, if, if you, you know, get suspended for 10 days, you also have to commit 10 hours of community service. You know, you, you go, you figure out what that is, but way that we can help not only correct issues, but also make give those people a chance to correct them. Okay. Okay. Um, Our safety goes, no, I don't feel we're unsafe. You don't feel yeah. we're unsafe. I, I, I gathered that. Right. I like that. Um, you also touched on, on the next question, which was the, the discipline, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I, I've said over and over again, you know, I kind of feel like our, our policies that we have currently are antiquated mm -hmm. at, at mm -hmm. best, um, archaic at worst, yep. right? But definitely antiquated um, and definitely do need to look at that and see. Because, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to preach a message for you, but, you know, I, I think in that conversation we had, you know, we talked about how parenting is different now than mm -hmm. it was when I was in school, probably when you were in school. Um, so, you know, we, we need to adjust and, and get right, you know, maybe recalibrate some of those things. Um, so I think you answered all the tough questions, right? Um, you know, school safety is a big issue, right? Uh, that that DEI is just out there, right? It's out there and we got to do something about it because it's out there. <laughs> but kids, out there and it's out there in every single job that I have talked to or somebody else I've talked to. It, that, so the company I work for is a major point of this year is D and I and making sure that people understand that because, you know, yeah. we still in a global economy. And it, if you don't have the ability to navigate that, you are not going to be successful. And if we truly want to set our kids up to be successful, 
they need to know about that. It, it, it's not scary. Nobody is telling anybody that it's this, that a kid needs to feel some way or whatever. That's not what it's about. It's Absolutely. just about realizing that there's differences and not assign a good or bad thing to that. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, we're at a place where no one's willing to compromise anymore. Right. It's either you're for or against. Um, and, that, and that's what's got us so polarized. Right. You know, the, the whole for or against thing. You have to be, you have to pick a stance. You have to make a choice. Right. And, you know, one thing I appreciate is that you seem to come from the perspective of let's work it out and see how we can make it so we can all move forward from there. Um, I've told everybody too, I, I don't have all the answers. That's why I have these meetings and I talk to people. I can learn something from everybody. You know, even people I don't agree with. I love talking because I like to hear their side of the story because maybe they have an opinion or a point of view I don't know. And I can learn something from, you know, I think that's important. I think to just only talking to the people that you agree with, you're not going to learn anything. That's not going to make you any better. Um, that you're just going to have people that sound like you, act like you, talk like you. That, that's it's not a quality life, to be honest with right, you. Right, I, I want right, right. So we have different opinions and we have great conversations all the time. All about, you know, it, it's it's fun. Fine. I love it. Um, and so we'll talk a little bit here in a minute, how someone can have some of those conversations with mm -hmm. you. Right. Um, I guess, uh, at this point in time, um, we're out here with the, with the people watching, like we got a few people on, not as many as I hope for, but it's, it's late on a school night. So most, school tomorrow. most, most people who, uh, would want to hear your message are probably doing some family oriented activity. So I'll leave the video up. They can share it. You can grab it and share it on your page. Um, yeah. But one thing that I did, I, I did say is that I know that when, when I was out here moving, especially my first year, I had a lot of that. Um, second year, you know, I worked with Julie and we kind of combined our efforts. We had a ton of volunteers who were able to help yep. us get out on the ground. Uh, some of those people may be watching, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe some of those people are looking at this and saying, hey, Brad's okay. I want to help Brad, right? So right. how do these people reach Brad, reach out to Brad in case they want to help you with the campaign? And then what kind of help are you looking for right now also? Let's talk about that too. So, you know, uh, to your point, I've worked a lot with John Kalen, David Biesenthal, who were two other candidates who um, we all have different experience. You know, uh, John comes from military background. David uh, is uh, a public educator himself. Um, we all have that 30,000 foot view of a lot of the same ideas, but different perspectives um, on it. We don't agree on absolutely everything, but we're, you know, we're all kind of, we, we want to have conversations with people. Um, and we want it, and most importantly, we want what is best for public schools. And I think that's the most important thing you want on somebody who's going to run for a school board is that they are advocates for public school. They want to support public school. That That's paramount, I think, if we're going to be on the board. So uh, we work together um, quite a bit on trying to, you know, it's a big area. Uh, we've got, you know, full-time jobs and families and, you know, I'm at sporting events every week. And so the biggest thing that, that I'm looking for it's just people to come help, uh, you know, hang door knockers, put up signs, um, you know, pass out, uh, pass out mailers, um, put a sign up in their yard. Um, so I've got on my website, it's Welsh, W-E-L-S-H, for WSD.com. Um, there's a contact there. There's a sign up to help. Um, same thing, email. You can email me at Welsh, 
um, for W or Welsh for WSD at gmail.com. Um, and we're going to start kind of mapping all that out here because we're almost just six weeks away, which is crazy to think. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that, Brad. Um, we, right. We're approaching about the 45 minute mark mm -hmm. with 35 minutes. Okay. Um, and so I just know from my experience here on, on the Facebook live, this is kind of where we start to lose viewership. Okay. Um, okay. So we're going to start winding it down. Good. My phone. Um, do. I do want to say that tomorrow night. Um, so typically me and a couple of, of friends yep. started doing this thing where we we're meeting up, um, during the week of the school board meetings, mm -hmm. right? Just having a little community get together. Um, we talk about some of the issues, look at some of the agenda points and talk about those and just kind of have some conversations around what those looks like, what those issues would look like, depending on how, you know, the board votes on those things. Um, and, and again, the members of this group, just myself, Jenna, um, you know, if you're around here, you know who some of these people are. You heard these names before, but we just kind of get together, have a little chat about what's going on in the district and how how it's looking. Um, I believe you're going to be in attendance with us next time, right? Uh, is is that your understanding? Taking my son to the Mizzou basketball game tomorrow. Oh man, okay, okay. So I'll invite anybody to come right. out. We can have some conversations. Um, but like I said, we do this every month. So we did it this month. We'll do it next month in March. Um, I'll be there in March. Yeah. Um, I would also like to throw out the suggestion there. If you, you guys could book some places around town just to get out and have people come out yep. and speak with you. Um, I feel like those face-to-face -face conversations that you mentioned that you're having, right? But when you can have them in, a, in kind of a, a group setting, um, very effective for the campaign. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I would love to maybe get the three of us together, three, the three of you guys together with me, and maybe we can get out there and do something like that, or you can do it on your own. But, you know, either way, I really think that getting out with the community, having those face-to-face -face conversations is super effective. Uh, so we look forward to that. Um, anyway, I've given you Brad's contact information, right? Yeah. We've talked about all the, the hot issues that are going on in the district, gave you a little background. Um, I think anything else would just be an exercise. Hey, what's up, Dave? I ain't see you here. David's here. David said he'll attend too. All right. Um, hey, if you got time tomorrow night, come on out. All right. Um, yeah. But I think anything else would just be an exercise in vanity. And I, I like to think I'm not a vain person. Um, so I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's been busy. As you said, I, I thought this was towards the end of the, the uh, PTO tour. Right. But you say you're right smack dab in the middle of it. We got um, so I appreciate you taking the time. To, we're running from one to another. That, that's coming up here in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, those so, are the best days. Right. <laughs> those are the best days. Say, hey, you know what? You guys really matter to me, but they do too. Okay. So, so, no, that, so ask your questions. Those have been some of the best events because those have been some of the best conversations we've had because we get to hear from parents in the district. We get to hear from the teachers that are in, in schools and what their priorities are. And it, they, it's been on conversations been great. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Um, maybe we'll have to do this again because I just looked at my notes. So typically when I do this, I, I really don't like to prepare stuff because I feel like I get super robotic. Right. Right. And I don't want to be that. I like I like to have natural free flowing conversations. But I just see a question I missed. We'll come back to that. We'll circle back to that later because it's kind of important. Yeah. Um, but like 
like I said, we're right at, you know, I started a little late. We're right at around 40 minutes. Um, so I let these good folks get back to, you know, bedtime routines and dinner plans and things of that nature. Um, I appreciate everyone who logged in. I appreciate you, Brad, for taking time out of your schedule to have this conversation with me. Um, like I said, I'm not on the ballot, but as you know, I've been super focused and involved with a bunch of candidates across the county. Um, so I just wanted to reach in and, you know, say, hey, thanks, Stephen. Hey, so Stephen's kind of like, like my behind the scenes producer guy there. I really like that guy. Um, he's just, he just hit me with the timestamp, yeah. right? Because I keep saying we're close to 40 minutes. You say what now? I said he's got a great podcast too. Yes, he does. He does. Um, he does. We're, we're working on some things also. I have, I've been reluctant to share the stuff that we're working on. But anyway, Stephen's a great guy. But I digress. Let's move away from that. Thanks for thanks for keeping me on time here, Stephen. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we'll wrap it up at that point. Uh, if you have any questions for Brad, reach out to him. Like I said, he's on Facebook. He's got the email. Yep. Got, got the website. Brad Welsh for Wentzville School District in some shape, form, or fashion. Um, look it up. If you put him in the search bar on your Facebook, really easy to find, yep. right? Um, so he's out there for you. Uh, if you feel comfortable sending me those questions, I can send them to Brad. Um, but I, I prefer you reach out. Dr. Brad one-on-one, yeah. great guy, not afraid to talk to you. Uh, and then, you know, reach out and help him out. Whatever you can do, whatever he needs, you know, pretty soon we're going to have to get out and knock some doors, right? Yep. Um, we're getting starting in March. Getting started yes. in March. I love it. I love it. So sign up, sign up and hit the, hit the streets, hang some door hangers, knock some doors, leave some cards, have some conversations. Because... Look, I'm going to be honest with you guys, right? The, the the dark side, as I refer to them, okay? Like, their plan's already in place, all right? Their volunteers are already mobilized. They're just waiting for the starting whistle so they can get out, you know? And there are some places around the district where you may already be seeing those door hangers from these groups, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, in closing, I'm going to say that the one thing that I appreciate about Brad is that he really wants to come in and contribute to what's going on in the district, right? He's not frightened about who's on the other side of the aisle trying to get on the school board. He's not operating in a frantic, frenzy pace saying, hey, I can't let those people win, right? No, he actually has a plan for what he's going to do when he gets on the board, how he's going to affect change, and how he's going to keep us moving in the right direction. And so when I heard those things, Right. When I heard those things for me, it was just like, huh, there's somebody who's going to be on the ballot that gets it right and gets it for all the right reasons. Um, so I just wanted to give an opportunity for y'all to hear, you know, me say that this guy made me feel better about not getting on the ballot. Right. Um, and I'm excited that he's on there and I'm hoping that you guys will elect him. Give him your votes. OK. Um, I'm going to ask for the votes on Brad's behalf, but Brad, it's definitely out here asking you to vote for him, right? But I'm just telling you right now here, give me your votes, need your help. Um, I think that's all I got. You want to say anything before we go, Brad? No, I appreciate the opportunity. If you guys have any questions, reach out to me. Um, I, this support from the community has been awesome, and I look forward to meeting more people and getting out and about. So. We'll do this again before uh, before April 4th, for sure. 
All right. Well, thanks again, Brad. Maybe sometime when we get a little closer, we'll do a little recap and talk a little more about how the experience was. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, do one last call to action to get people involved. That'd be great. All right. All right. Well, um, so that being said, uh, I'm going to close it out here. Again, thank you, Brad, for your time. Uh, I'm going to try to get with the other guys and see if we can have some similar conversations like this. Um, and then maybe towards the end, that last one, maybe we can all do it together, right? Love to. We can joke there, but I'm not going to tell it. All right. I got to gotta watch the jokes. My jokes last cycle ended up getting chopped up and turned into videos. So, you know, I'm trying to take this a little more seriously when I hop on the live here this time. Right. Anyway, we'll stop it there. Thanks for your time, Brad. Thanks. Uh, yep. If you got any questions, feel free to reach out. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. All right.